One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. I'll be thinking. On the podcast with the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to our Chitty Chat. Thank you for joining us. Please subscribe on iTunes. We'd love to have you every week. Uh, and we'd also love to ask you this week, we say it as if we're not asking things, but the last few weeks we've asked you a bit, yeah. um, if you could leave a little comment uh, on iTunes, yeah. say whether you like it. Can you use emoticons a- on iTunes? Um, that's a very good question, young mate. If you want to have a go, let us know how you go. Uh, you can follow us on facebook.com forward slash the Thinker Girls. Oh, sorry, Thinker Girls. Uh, or you can jump on YouTube and have a look at some of the wacky uh, BS that we're up to at the moment. YouTube.com forward slash the Thinker Girls. Young mate, how have you been this week? I have been brilliant. I'm counting down to my holiday because yeah, it's like actually cool. starting to feel real. I'm going to Italy, so it's to rub it in. But I'm like, yeah. whoa, it felt far away and now it's like, not that far away. So Italy, just yeah. just, to, just to stop skipping <laughs> and away. You? Just, and you just away for the weekend. And, and what about you? What are you? Man, you I'm, I'm planning weekend? to go to the snow for my birthday, oh, so good. you can shove it yeah. up your backside. <laughs> you and your freaking pasta and the leading tower of pizza can keep leaning. Uh, to, oh, good lord! But I tell you what, I'm excited to have a chat to this girl. She's a Cairns girl. Remember how I used to live in Cairns? I know. So you never ran into her while you were living in Cairns? No, no. Uh, we did interview her a fair bit because oh, I yeah. feel like that home ground advantage mm. happens. So everyone's oh, yeah. like busting their chops to get, you know, these locals and we would always win, which was great because she won Miss World 2013. Let's give her a buzz. Yes. Um, she's also a trained soprano, which not from Tony Soprano and the crew. <laughs> she actually can sing, like, amazingly. Yeah, she's a singer. She's like a tally host, dancer, charity worker. I'm just reading off her Wikipedia page She's now, such a model. Yeah. Like, a babe. Yeah, like she's, she's Her Instagram page is Erin V. Holland if you do want to follow her. Uh, and oh my god, the the pictures. She's smoking. Yeah, she is. She's bloody amazing. Oh, here we go. Hello, Erin Holland. <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> oh, it's the Thinker Girls PS. In case you didn't guess. <laughs> I mean, we did schedule this in, but you could have had somebody else ringing and screaming your name down the I line. Could have. I could have. <laughs> Who else is doing three-way calls these days? That's like a thing of the two thousand two era. It's like the millennium bug. Like when that came, it was also oh. like goodbye to, or no, like hello to three ways, but not in the, that kind. No, in, no, in the no, phone context. And remember, whoever did them would get in trouble by their mum and dad because you'd get charged so much Who for do doing you a think, three-way call. Who do you think that was in my friendship group? You. Yes. That was you all over. Always. Let's do a three-way. I know how to do it. Like every, all my friends would be like, I don't know how to do it on my well, own. Well, at least you can do it. I used to hang up with everybody all the time back. So like, yeah, guys, I'm just calling yeah. Caitlin. And then I'd be like, uh-oh. No. <laughs> Caitlin? Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin's Sorry, gone. Uh, Caitlin. If you haven't listened to our show before, again, we want to send a very big welcome to you. Thank you so much for joining us, especially if you're fans of Erin and you've joined in and gone, hey, we want to hear what she's got to say with these chicks. Welcome, everybody. Um, we are two chicks 
that talk thoughts you're thinking but not saying and we've got things on our mind that we want to share we'll roll through them uh, if you do also want to listen to other other beautiful chicks make sure you head to iTunes or podcast.thinkagirl.com.au Erin let's start with you what just give us a bit of a content what's uh, what's what are you thinking but not saying um, what am I thinking but not saying I have spent the day running around like a mad thing as I generally do <laughs> with my job I uh, flew in this morning from Brizzy at about 9 a.m. this morning, ran around, did a couple of interviews, um, did something for the paper, and been running around getting ready for a charity event, which I'm singing at next week. So, yeah, it's been a full day of um, people going, oh, you, you sing. Oh, wow. I didn't I didn't know you did that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've got a talent. Thanks, oh, so you've got to be – so basically you've been pushing away that kind of beauty queen thing, the I suppose. The pigeonhole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, look, it really is – uh, I guess a strong stereotype within uh, in the industry that I found as a general rule and people kind of go, they assume that you're a model, yeah, um, but that's kind of as far as it goes and for me, I was always a singer first and foremost. I trained as a classical singer down in Sydney at the conservatorium and I was very much a performer my whole life. So it's odd for me for people to go, oh, oh, you do stuff. I'm like, yes, yes, I do stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah, hold what I was before. Hold that thought, young mate. Give us a quick uh, give us a quick idea of what's on your mind. What are you thinking? I want to talk about scales. Do you have them? Do you use them? Um, what does it mean? Um, and are they dangerous? Because I have a feeling that they actually might be <laughs> yeah no honestly yeah. not everybody has them yeah I, we don't we didn't have them um I want to talk about ego and I want to talk about I guess the conversation definitely starts with ego I found in men and I'm not saying that that's the only place I find it but mm-hmm. it, it does come up a lot particularly in this industry of I suppose these brilliant smart intelligent people a lot of the time in my experience has been men and a lot of the issues and bullshit comes from ego like Mm -hmm. that it kind of overcomes overcomes I guess a lot of the good Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'd love to I'd love to see what you guys thought about that Mm -hmm. I might should I start this week and just get that out of the way yeah Yeah. um so I guess the idea we we talk about it a lot and we analyze and we have all different types of people I guess come in and out of your day and in our industry it's quite interesting because there's lots of people with ego guys and girls Uh, you know you have to have some ego if you think that you and the way you see the world is worth listening to or worth hearing to some degree like and that's just what we do but I guess a lot of the time when we talk about and we all have issues with our colleagues whether it's co-hosts whether it's just people in you know in and around the office one of the biggest things I've found that has been a factor in in some of the guys letdowns and it may be girls but I'm just talking about my own experience that you'll have these beautiful beautiful blokes beautiful husbands beautiful fathers great boyfriends you know they care about what your if your mum's happy and healthy and then there's just this side to them that can be completely overtaken by something mm. that doesn't make sense like you'll have mm. these kinds of discussions where you're like where the fuck did that come from and a lot of it and one thing they definitely have in common is I think ego mm. I just uh. and I do st- I do think that it is a real masculine trait are you talking mm. about uh, are you talking about people that you just work with that people also within the industry and within entertainment slash media or thinking about other blokes within your life that well, have nothing to funny. do with that have it because too I suppose- with me it's definitely been a mix like I've yeah. had in my own personal relationships and it's been 
the demise of the relationship because it was something that kind of developed and as a result of the industry that he had started to be in. Mm. And he just turned into a different person. Like the, the ego attached to what he believed someone in that industry should be just completely changed his personality. Is, so. Isn't that interesting, the change? Like from mm. somebody that can actually naturally have no ego, but then mm. you hear too much of a good thing or you the people that you mix with or your mm. ideals or your job, it, it switches. And I do yeah. I do think people can change. I, yeah. I think it's why. And Definitely I think, I mean, in answer, in answer to your question, I do think, it, I guess the topic came up because of work. Um, and I think a lot of the time ego comes up because a lot of people get into this industry to have it fed yeah. a little bit yeah. um, and and so that's why sometimes it does kind of happen but when you ask me if it extends further I suppose there's a few a few men in my life that would definitely fall under that category my dad probably being one of them like he's super fucking proud and I reckon a lot of that would come <laughs> from his ego you know and never really being able to um to kind of He's quite stubborn, which I'm sure I have parts of too, let me tell you. Of course. But of I mean, course. in just terms a of a bit. question, <laughs> just thanks, a small section. Um, but in terms <laughs> of, in terms of um, my experience, it has, I suppose, brought me to bring it up on the podcast, predominantly being through men more recently. Would you guys say that it would be more of a male trait than a female in your experiences? Uh, uh. I, yeah, I think so. I think so. It's it's difficult when you when you um for the last few years anyway. I'm not asking the question. No, no, no. I'm not saying the question. Do you think only guys? I'm just saying in your experience, has it more been through guys? Well, it's interesting when you work in an industry that is male dominated, like all the people Mm. that do the same thing as you often are blokes. So I think sometimes for the last few years anyway. Um, when you think about the people that you see pretty much day in, day out, often that relates to your workplace. So I think maybe that's a bit skewed in the sense that a lot of people that have a lot of success and that I deal with on a daily basis are blokes and there's yeah. more I guys and girls. a little bit more upfront about it as well. Like I know a lot of girls that definitely possess that, but it's a little bit more on the sly and it might be something that kind of comes True, they probably actually express it differently. You're right. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Think about guys, that. Are, guys are a little bit more, I guess, blunt, and there's not as much of that, um, you know, like like the, the cover. They'll just say it how it is, how they're feeling at that very moment. And whereas sometimes, in my experience, particularly in work, that kind of comes out in girls more and more. The more you get to know them, or maybe right. the more you you pose a you know competition and whatever field that you're in, then all of a sudden. Oh, but why did you get that? But you know, I am I'm way better, you know, better for that. And they might not necessarily say it to you, but they'll say it to everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Back to you later on. I so. do think that Stace, you are right in the sense that when you think about the way that you are built, and that uh, men and women are obviously built and wired very, very differently, mm-hmm. um, that. I do think there is an element of men that that have more pride. That it's almost like. Um, yeah, I don't and know, I, I just think, think it's the same as women being more emotional. Well, like, yeah, I, that's right. I, women, and I think it just happens to be the way we're built. It's not everybody, but and that's why I said in my experience, so there's no big, there's no big statements here where I'm saying I definitely think women don't have ego. Everybody has it, but I feel like in experiences of ours or mine, it definitely feels like it's it's flared up in a negative way in men more mm. than chicks. Well, I think yeah. I think what you've got to look at it where it's coming from. Where does ego come from? And I 
think girls typically, and this is a sweeping generalisation, but I think typically the way we're wired are probably better at talking about things. Like you even mm. look at the way charities are wired in terms of, say, like a breast cancer versus a prostate cancer and the awareness and the campaigns and the um, marketing surrounding, you know, those two diseases. Like I think women are better at just opening up and grouping together and the support factor where I think men can kind of be... I don't know, like more proud and more silent? Yeah, I think they don't kind of talk through their issues as a general rule as much as as what we do. And um, they go, oh, you know, but that's, that's, I I can't talk about this or, you know, that's not right. So I'm just going to kind of internalise that because I'm too proud to accept that's how I feel. Which is, yeah, yeah, a, a yeah. Which sometimes. I guess is an interest, and it is an interesting way when you spin it like that. Because in the moment, particularly at work, you're like, "Fuck, you're aggressive." But when you put it like that, it actually does come from a place of, you know, like I, I guess a softness and an insecurity. But it's just a shame that a lot of the times it comes across in that other aggressive tone. And and then I've had you know the opposite. So you know the last relationship that I had kind of ended as a result of his ego taking over and he thought this is what a lawyer should be and do and this and that and I don't have time for you because I don't think that your what you do for work is considered good enough. That was kind of where that that wow. and now mm-hmm. the one yeah, that was fun. And the one that I've got now, he's actually a professional sportsman and they really do rely on ego to play well because, you know, if you're feeling great and confident in yourself, I think you, you know, play with that um inhibition whereas at the moment he, you know, was playing for Australia all the time and he's not doing it quite as much. And I really believe that that's a result of him not feeling as confident and not having enough of an ego. So he's kind of kind of punched How interesting. Go, yeah, I don't why? want you to be that person. But can you be just a little bit more of that person? Because I feel like it will help you. So How do you get an ego? Do, do, can you... I don't think you can get an ego though. Well, I or think can you? I know. I think well, everybody has ego. It. Like that's yeah. the thing I want to make sure it's clear. Everybody mm. has it, and everybody and if you're doing it well flares at up. You do, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be bigger and better than ever. But if you haven't been doing as well as whatever it is you do for work, um, I definitely think that you know that ego and that. Christy, we've got we've got ego. Bit. Like we've got big egos. I know we do. End, we were kind of like, <laughs> but you know, like I I hope that it can come across in a positive light. Like I don't think maybe all the time but in order for us to get ourselves off the ground with no real help you know like you have to have some fucking dash but that's what I was going to say when when you say ego often there is a really negative connotation associated with it because I don't think ego equals overconfidence you know what I mean like ego doesn't have to be rooted and it doesn't I don't know, it doesn't have to be pushy. And, yeah, I reckon everybody's got a certain level of ego to be able to get <laughs> through the day. How funny is the word ego if you say it so many times? Yeah, ego, I feel like ego. I'm ego, ego, ego. Dirty ego. word. Ego, 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 It's just fucking now. I think, yeah. <laughs> so I think it's really important, like, you know, to, particularly, like you said, to be in the kind of industry that I'm in. You never want to come across as someone who has an ego, but I think internally to know that, you're good at what you do. You've got something to offer and a point of difference is really important. And, and I know, think that's in any industry, Erin, yeah, to be honest, like right. to back yourself. doesn't matter what kind of industry you're in, any job. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess if you are ambitious or you do want to be respected, I suppose there is an element where you would need that regardless. And depending on the, what, like, like you said, the workplace that you're in, um, as a woman, that can be incredibly important because there are a lot of very male-dominant industries out there. And, and um, you need to back yourself. 
And just quickly, let's not uh, let's not confuse an ego with being an absolute fuckwit because no, I, no, I, no. I honestly, you can actually have a really under control ego, but then be an absolute wanker. Like I don't think just because you've got a big ego, it makes you an idiot. You know what I mean? Or no. vice versa. Like you could have, uh, you know, like a really a big ego, but then. I don't know, be a really great person, you know? Tis well, true. Well, that's exactly right. And there's a time and a place for it. And, um, you know, yeah, in, in my life, personal relationship, not so much, but mm. <laughs> um, depending on, yeah, depending on the, the workforce, I think it, it's not, not always a bad thing. You just don't, you know, utilise it in a mm. terrible way. Oh, my God. Philip went off a thousand years ago. Who wants to go next? Erin, you go. You're the guest. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so for me... It can be a bit of a constant battle sometimes when I do go into you know, different work situations and just, I guess, trying to prove that I'm more than just what I look like and I've got something to offer and I've got a talent to offer and it just it kind of was impressed upon me today um, how we get stereotyped into certain, I guess, you know, categories depending on what it is that you do. So for me, having been a former Miss World and a beauty queen, sometimes people go, oh, okay, so you're a model. And I'm like, oh, I'm actually a singer and a dancer. Like I studied that at uni. They kind of go, whoa, what? Like you have talent? I'm like, How yeah, actually. you possibly do? <laughs> oh, what is this? Thing? Cannot compute. I know. Mm. It's like you do stuff. And mm. it's like, well, what? And you what know, about it's, and it's, just a model, that's It's really that hard easy. to be doing lots of things mm. too, man. Like yeah. I, even when people ask me, like, what are you up to? I'm like, oh, I don't have one job. That's oh, always my favorite question. I'm like, how long have you got? Because yeah. <laughs> my industry kind of has to no. do a little bit of everything to survive. And I think I'm definitely one of those because a day-to-day week or, you know, a week for me could be anything from... Well, um, take you know, us through. Can you take appear- us through? Can you take us through a bit of a day in the life? Yeah. Of what, what did oh, you What okay. did you actually do today? So you got up. Uh, so today I was in Brisbane. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Before before work. you tell us, can I just tell you what I think it'll be? I imagine what? you like waking up like <laughs> Sleeping Beauty, and there's just she's like, the and there's these, she's taking the piss. and there's birds tweeting, <laughs> and then you just, get up <sighs> and you have like an organic green smoothie, and there's people oh, that look, do I your do hair. Like a good green juice. I'm not gonna lie. Do you have an organic green smoothie? Um, I, I buy them from Booth. I knew but, it! <laughs> Chrissy, you have smoothies. We both have I smoothies. I'm, just, I'm taking the piece. I'm just joking. I bet, bet, yeah. Well, anyway, I'll take my Snapchat first you you've tomorrow take, morning and you'll see my friend. You, you've taken huh? the piece and we've just put her in the pigeonhole that she's trying to fucking break out on. <laughs> hey, here, jump God, in. Can, but you, you are, but you are going to tell us some similar things to that, though, in her, oh, in well, her defense. You know, yeah. Look, in, in my defense, I do live a, a, you know, an active and a healthy lifestyle. So, you know, I'm not going to say no to a good green juice or going to the gym and stuff like that. But as a general day, I mean, there is no such thing for me because I do so many things in order to make a living in this industry. It is different. But, you know, t- today, for example, I was working in Brisbane on the weekend. So I got a, I got up at 6.30 and got a 8 a.m. flight back to Sydney, rushed home, got myself all doled up and ready, back into News Limited in Sydney to record two songs, to plug this um, charity event that I'm singing at um, at the end of next week. I did an interview with Sydney Confidential. I took some photos. Then I raced over to meet my stylist and ran around to see What time is this? What time are you uh, at here? Oh, okay. So this was, I had to have my meeting at 1, so I got back to my house at 10.30. took an hour and a half to get ready. Drove back in, met with my publicist before I went in, 
did my interviews, recorded my songs, took my photos, went out and met my stylist, um, ran around to about three or four PR companies looking for gowns and um, bits and pieces to wear for the events that I've got coming up, which are everything from singing at this charity event to doing a couple of movie red carpets to singing with a jazz band on Thursday night at Ivy for a financial cool. company's Nice. Yeah, like, you know, just meant to talking to you guys now, like parked in the Maccas in Waterloo somewhere. Is like, that what you were everybody. sloping at before? I was going to say, is that a Maccas Coke? Because that... oh, you know what? I really wish it was. I'm trying to be good, but it's really hard. <laughs> we'll get on to yeah. that with the scale chat in a minute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know what? And then uh, tomorrow I've, um, you know, got to go to the gym and have been all week and stay fit and healthy. Um, I've got to go and do a photo shoot later on for a fashion company. Like I just, it's, it's so there's a good like chance, and I, I will I will interrupt you, but there is, I guess, the recording artist thing, and obviously the fact. I mean, I know I've interviewed you before, and I know that you're like, I think what you said, you were classically trained. I remember, yeah, like, yeah. as a vocalist, um, which is amazing. Uh, and our young mate, our young mate, can sing a tune or two, but Ooh. people don't know that. Do you know what I mean? No. So I guess the idea from your day that you've described, you can understand a little bit more. I suppose, as to where the surprise can come from, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Mm. I guess so, yeah. It's um, it's just the fact that, yeah, p- people don't think that you have that other layer. And for me, that's quite frustrating just because that was what I did my entire life. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. And as a result of the publicity and the press that I got from winning this world, that is what kind of sticks in people's heads. And yeah, I, it's hard. I guess mm. it's kind of like a constant surprise when people actually hear, oh my God, you know, you actually sing, that's amazing. And it's not even like a malicious intent of being shocked, but people really don't think that you do anything else other than, you know, stand there and look good. Whereas mm. like, I'm, I love my TV presenting, I do a lot of corporate hosting and um, emceeing events and um, you know, radio kind of stuff is something I'd really love to get into. So, you know, I just, I love that spontaneous thinking off the top of your head, creating content as you go. So, um, yeah, so I guess I have a lot of strings to my bow that people do, don't tend to take too much notice of. And that can be a source of frustration sometimes. Do you reckon, Erin, like, there's a lot of people, for instance, and I'm just going to take this as an example. I'm not saying mm-hmm. this is everybody, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of people, for instance, that go on a reality TV show, right? And then everybody knows them as somebody that was on a reality TV show. Yeah. And there's an element, of course, that they get pigeonholed because that's is what people know them for. And then they get really pissed off and really angry at the world when they're like, I didn't just do that. I can do all of this too, you know. It's like, 
Yes, I know that you can do all of that, but excuse me for being along with the rest of the country slash the world <laughs> that <laughs> remembers you for something yeah. that you did. And I and I don't mean to be this in a nasty way because you don't sound like that at all, but there are people that would do things like, for instance, you know, Miss World like you've done or being mm. a model or whatever that are constantly trying to escape that and prove yeah. people wrong and say, I'm not just a model, I do this and that and that. But I think there's something really powerful about embracing both of them to go that's exactly right I'm very proud of what I did and I love even proving people wrong about what it entailed for me to be a part of that competition because there were no bikinis on stage I had to have a talent I had to do a fitness component I got to compete against 130 other countries in the entire world and um, I'm very proud of that and I love getting the opportunity to explain that because I kind of think Sometimes when it does. Sorry, Aaron, what negative. the fuck is that phone? Is that in your studio? No, Christy? that's me. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, anyway, keep going. It's been sorry. happening the whole time. I, I was know, like, I everyone else is going to be I thinking, don't know what how the to fuck mute is that? It. I'm sorry. Oh, good that's all good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, no, I Aaron. Think, I think we should be we should be um, happy. I guess that anybody knows who we are in the industry that we've done, and I'm so glad to have had mm. Miss World as a platform. It's just that I now am no longer Miss World, so I do need to find yeah. something else that keeps me current and gives me purpose in the industry. So it is why I guess I've been trying to kind of not move away from that. Like that's always going to be a part of my life and I'm glad that it was because it's put me in the position that I'm in today. But at the end of the day, I can't be like, I'm this world 2013 when I'm like, you know, eight years time and if I'm going to be like, yeah, okay, what else have mm. you done? <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's a mix of both ways. And, you know, if you're lucky enough to get on a reality TV show and people do know who you are, I, I totally agree. You should embrace that and yeah. be part of it. But yeah. use it as an opportunity to show the world what else you do, which is probably why you did it in the first place. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well said. Hey, um, let's talk about scales because I know Philip went off a little while ago. Um, <laughs> this We've will... said that a lot <laughs> the last few weeks. Like, I don't actually know what he's here for anymore. I don't know, like, shut up. Um, you're oh, ruining the you flow. Talk over him. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of men, shut up. We're talking girl stuff. Yes, yeah. um, let's talk about scales, and this will be, Erin, um, really interesting to get your take on this Mm -hmm. being being a model who's currently working in the industry and very busy with what you're doing um Mm -hmm. I don't have a set of scales I've been I've been living on my own for about five years ago five years now and it's never once crossed my mind to ever buy a set of scales I don't really think that I I don't really think I need it. And and to be mm-hmm. completely honest, if I think back to the last time that there were a set of scales in my house, it's when I lived at home with my mum and dad. And mm-hmm. I've and I've opened up and spoken about this on the on the podcast before, but there was this stage of my life, I reckon I was maybe from around sixteen to nineteen that so you um, decided to answer the phone? Yeah, or? It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but, sorry. But like, I'm getting emotional. Shut up, Stacey. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, they're like a lot of girls. Like you go through, um, I don't know, a hard time and you give yourself yeah. a hard time about the way that mm-hmm. you look and your body mm-hmm. image and I look like this but I need to look like that and if yeah. only I was five kilos lighter and if only I was a mm-hmm. size eight instead of a size 12 – would that yeah. e- that's going to equal happiness and I'd be at my best self if I was that, always yeah. aspiring to be something else. And mm-hmm. I became bulimic for a while and had a really unhealthy obsession with food and what I ate and counting calories and getting on scales. And So you yeah. had scales at that time? I had like, scales yeah, at the time yeah, and it was yeah, at yeah. mum and dad's house and they would be weighing did myself. They have, sorry, did they have scales at home? 
like forever or did you buy those No, scales? forever. They were so in, always they were in, in the mum and yeah. dad's bathroom and I'd weigh yeah. myself in the morning versus weigh myself at night. And Life if I was, silly. <laughs> yeah, and if I was heavier during the, you know, at night as you usually oh, are because fuck. you've eaten, um, I'd course. go back through my head and think, what have I eaten today that's led to that? Oh, there was actually a point and I sometimes need to even pull myself up from doing this now, right? If I eat something naughty, like I'm at a servo and I get a Freddo frog with my petrol, there will be, I will actually sometimes lift up my top and look at my stomach as if <laughs> eating a, this piece of chocolate in some way. It's just immediately gone to your stomach. Well, no, and I know that's so ludicrous and I've never actually said that out loud, but if I eat something yeah. bad or I'll grab my love handle, which is a section of, Aww. you know, like the, of just above my butt cheek yeah, on my hip. Yeah, we all do it. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I didn't have scales in my house. Um, and I often, I often talk about how mum and I are really different and I've really struggled with that over the years, but... I am really grateful that she is the tomboy she is and we are so different because growing up I just didn't have that stuff in the house and it does start from a very young age Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we never had scales in the house. It was never something my mum ever cared about, you know, like she just was never that way inclined and Mm -hmm. I am and I don't, I was very lucky to not have too many of those kinds of issues because of that. But I do believe if she may have just bought a thing one day that I could very well have been very similar to you. Like I went to a girl's school, but yeah. I guess in the end we, I, and I wanted to admit what I, because you just admitted the Freddo thing, but I have found myself even, um, and I, I didn't suffer from bulimia or that kind of stuff, but I danced and it was competitive and I was, I guess, lucky because yeah. I had yeah. pretty good genes. But I've gone to the toilet before, Christy, and after done a poo, came back and checked out if my stomach was flatter. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's so full on how you, you know, I often think, oh, it's probably because I've just got to go to the toilet, which sometimes it fucking is. Mm. Like, but I guess these are the things that are conditioned into our brain, like even from someone that, has openly come out and said often on this show like that you suffered from bulimia to someone that hasn't had anything that extreme but still has yeah. the little thoughts built mm. in that says do is my stomach this flat or mm. or is that is this happening and it's so subtle for me but i guess when you said the freddo thing i wanted to admit yeah. that it still happens it's still yeah. there you know and mm. it's not it's just fucked yeah it, it really is and you know it is something that is rife within the modeling industry get what i what i will say though is i've you know i think we've all gone through stages like you said of having i guess um those moments where you do obsess about it more than others and for me personally i'm i'm quite lucky i i generally i really enjoy healthy foods i actually cut out alcohol altogether i haven't drunk for about three years now so I quit my my last year of college I was heading towards the end of my singing degree at the conservatorium and luckily I'd never really gone through that skinny teenage girl phase and that obsessive phase because I was always really busy with my music and my academia and this and that and it never kind of even crossed my mind because I wasn't really going into a largely image-based industry until I got to the end Mm. of my degree and I went oh god Erin you are you want to go into the entertainment industry like I was about eight kilos heavier than I am now. I looked, I looked at myself in the mirror one day. I was like, you've got to get yourself into shape. And so I quit alcohol cold turkey. Um, I started like thinking about what I was putting in my mouth and you know, lost lost a stack of weight and that, that was all wonderful. And Can I can I but, ask, Erin, did you feel like you had to lose that eight kilos to be a model? I, I, it wasn't that I wanted to be a model. I just decided that I needed 
to get healthy. That was just where mm. I ended up after that. Yeah. It wasn't and there's yeah, a real I fine line with this. this yeah, there is a real fine line because what is the driver, you know, is often a good body and often a motivator of models and, and thinner people. But at the same exactly. time, there is also a BMI that everybody, yeah. I suppose, is encouraged but to you be really around. But you really to be careful with BMI you do. because BMI you do. doesn't take into account your muscle mass. And this is kind yeah. of where I was getting to is that and the scales really is dangerous. Mm. the scales doesn't mean yeah. anything because yeah. I have yeah. been a certain number on the scales and then I've been a heavier number on the scales, but I look better being that heavier number on the scales because I'm working out more and muscle weighs more than fat. And they kind of forget to tell you those kinds of things. So Yeah, and I feel, like, so... I feel like I can weigh myself and be exactly the same and feel so, so different. different. It's so, it is, it's so it is really weird. weird. And that's why I think scales, and I said this before, They're I think fat. they are dangerous. They are very bad. My mother won't keep them in the house. She says well, that yeah, we know, never had them matter. either. And if I weigh myself, it's at someone else's house. And I will have to be, I'll talk myself and go, There's, it, don't do it. Like, you don't even need to know. But isn't it's, it it's interesting? how you feel and how you close fit is the best indication, I think. Because everyone yeah. kind of knows where they sit comfortably, when they're, they're trying to be good. But, you know, if you slip up every now and again, that's okay. You got, you know, you're trying to stay active and where, you know, wherever I normally sit with that is kind of what I try to be now because, you know, I've got a lot of pressure to look a certain way, be in a certain way. But, you know, my team is very much, you need to be this healthy, fit, vibrant Aussie girl. We don't want you too skinny because mm. that's not a good look. That's not what people want. We want you to be yeah. that commercial model that looks But even that's fucking hard. Yeah. Like, which it's hard. Yeah. Like, I mean, I it guess, look, hard. you opted in, you know, and that's the way, I guess, you like, people make money from a certain way. People often, and I, and it's crazy, people will say, oh, my God, this Victoria's Secret model has this amazing body, like I wish. And I was like, it's her career. That's her job. Like, every single day yeah. she is working out and she's not eating and she's not. And I said to my girlfriend who has lost a fair bit of weight and she's super fit and super happy. And, and mm-hmm. I guess I'm not going to say I think she needed to, but I think, you know, she did it for lots of reasons and mm-hmm. health and, and fitness was definitely one of the major ones. Yeah. Um, and she feels so great about herself. And I said to her, and she knows everything about that stuff now. And I was like, what about this? And I kind of pointed to this tiny bit on my tummy. And she was like, that's all the pasta or the extra little bit of dessert or all that stuff. Yeah. And I'll, she was like, that is never going to be a workout thing. That's just your diet. And I was like, well, and I would diet, never want to give that up. Like I would prefer to have that that I prefer to have that little bit there because I work out probably almost every day. It's mainly That's yoga, yeah. but I work out. I love it. And I found something that I like. But I mean, I still thought, well, what, how do you get that model? How, how do you get that body? I mean, like, how do that, you go to this other that's level? How and she was like, well, you give things up. Like, you yeah, don't just and, exercise. And that's, and that's fucked. Alcohol. I gave yeah. up alcohol. I don't eat fatty foods um, because I, I believe everyone has a vice. And I think that that's normal. And that actually helps me stay motivated for longer because I'm not starving myself. I'm not saying, no, you cannot have this, that, and everything else. Um, for me, I've got a really sweet tooth. I love mm. my dessert. I love mm. sugar. Like, I'm that girl that always has a bag of jelly beans in her back. That's just me. But, I, you know, I allow myself to have that because that's what I really enjoy out of everything else. And I don't actually miss alcohol at all. And I'm not a fan of fatty, greasy, carby food. So it, it actually works better for me. But I've, you know, I've been through those stages where I've been like, no, you cannot have sugar. That's bad for you. That's this and that. But for me, that actually made it worse like obsessing over things I swear 
my body was going, oh, God, you know, she's not going to let me have this or that for anything else. I'm just going to hold on to all of those extra calories. And I find that just not stressing about it, trying to live a healthy life as much as I can and being active lets me stay mm. at, you know, I guess my optimum much easier than stressing yourself about yeah. it. Because it's, it's, you know, life's too short and you need to enjoy your life. Enjoy, enjoy your making, life. Enjoy your jelly beans and just don't worry about I, scales I because sometimes well, me and my red you alone, feel, you, you, sometimes you actually feel at your best and regardless of whether it's because you've been working out or feel good or you've been eating well or whatever, sometimes it can just be nothing but you feel good and you get on the scales and it smashes you. Well, and the scales I think well, we've established are fucked. Well, and as, if you've got them at home, don't. I think it's and even if you are trying to lose weight and do that, and it is a look, it's not for everybody that you some people do need to know, like it might be 20 kilos or something for your for your health that you are, but maybe keep them at the gym and, and work on that process with your trainer or something. I just don't think to have them in your home where you're vulnerable, you're meant to be relaxed and it's time out is the place to be doing the judging. Do you know what I mean? So if you have to do it, keep it to somewhere where that is the part where I need to do that stuff. Because as, well. as much as you say. jumping on them at different times of the day and every day. Yes. That's yeah, it's and that's, true. fluctuates and you might get yourself at, you know, maybe you're about to start your period and everyone's a little yeah. bit more bloated around then or maybe you did eat a big dinner. Like there's no point in waiting. Maybe you haven't there. had a poo in a couple yeah, days. Yeah, that takes a Metamucil. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, it's, but it's you know, um, it's, it's not it's not healthy to obsess over, and you're not using them in the correct way, which is I think you know once a week. Um, you, you know at the same time you, you see if there's any difference in the whole week, not a day or two yeah. days, where yeah, it's, it's just too it's true. silly. And how are you? So, young mate, you don't have scales in your house at the moment, obviously. Um, I don't. And when I saw them at mum and dad's, I, I was about, I thought, oh, will I get on the scales? And in my head, I was like, if you do, Christine, if you're heavier, don't let it affect you. You feel okay. And you probably put on a, a couple of kgs because I haven't been able to exercise after my spinal surgery. And that's okay. Don't let it affect you. I got on the scales. I was heavier. And as much as I was like, not nah, going to be strong minded, it affected me. And and yeah. I don't know, as much as you're like, it doesn't matter. It's just for a weight loss thing. That's what I mean. It can be dangerous because... It's a number. As, it's yeah. like this, like, it's like yeah. an answer. Like, it's like a fail or it's, it's like definitive. a yes or a no. Yeah, yeah it really and, is. You know, and you mature and you grow up and your body changes. Like, I, my body is totally different now as a 26-year-old when it was when I was 18. And, and that's just how it is. So, yeah. you know, I don't think you can live your life by something that doesn't take into account you know, like I said, not even muscle mass or, you know, whatever part of your cycle that you're in as a woman. Like there's just so many different factors that go into it and it's not a true representation of whether or not you are healthy and fit and happy at your age. So true. So scales, fuck the fuck off. We should have a happy yeah, scale. I'd step reckon, on I'd step on one of those. No, yeah, I reckon right. that the next I reckon the next live show we step on them so much that we smash them like we actually like just jump, just jump up, up and, and down, down to the point yeah. where they're actually smashed. Good. Maybe we do that. Well, you can That's bring, a little bit, I don't know. Well, you can bring yours because they can be quite expensive. I don't have any, remember? <laughs> oh yeah. I'll, bring, I'll get have them. I'll, I'll Let's sma- smash the ones at your mum and dad. They can fuck off. She'll get mad at me. Oh, oh no, my mum doesn't have them. She gets mad at me if um, 
I, you know, I say, oh, you know, I did this or away this much or whatever. And she's oh, like, why do you have those? Get I'd probably be that. doing my mum a favour because she's body passed on all of her body image issues to me, the bitch. <laughs> oh. That's for another day. That's for another day. Oh. <laughs> Has to come from somewhere. <laughs> Good lordy lord. I don't know. I think it's just, it's funny. And especially parents and stuff like it's, they do, everyone tries their best, you know, like yeah. everyone's mm. like, and it's not just, I think parents, like it's fucking so much of society that builds everything as well. Like it's just a big combination. Yeah. But like you said, let a health professional tell you where you need to be and what you need to do because that's their job and they understand yeah, yeah. what's best for you yeah, and your body type do, and your don't age. Don't do it at home. Have the scales no. at, out of the house, I would think. Yeah, okay, I think I so. Okay, I think we're all in agreement on that. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Erin, this has been a delight. I know. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I feel like I've just had a really wonderful therapy session on air. <laughs> and it's free. Yeah. I know. Great. Well, actually, no I frills. You, so maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you? Oh, yeah, but oh, we were yeah. going to call you, but your manager wouldn't give us your number. <laughs> oh, good manager. <laughs> he is, but I just want you to know we're not the stalkery types. Yeah. Well, oh, you can oh, call me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you so much for joining us. If you do want to find Erin on Instagram, you can check her out at Erin V. Holland. Make sure you do that. Uh, she's got lots of fun, cool pics and keep up to date with her music career, everybody, because she's going to kill it um and if you've been trained cra- classically i can't fucking wait to hear what tunes you can belt out Aww, lady thank you oh man all right well if you want to find us itunes is where you can download uh and subscribe uh to this and any of the other shows um that we've done with beautiful amazing women all different walks of life uh you can check us out on facebook facebook.com forward slash thinker girls uh we also have a youtube channel that's going really well that we'd love your support to subscribe on there also and that's youtube.com forward slash the thinker girls all right ladies till next time Aaron? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to cut it there, Chrissy, or not. Oh, we're okay. gonna, no, we're going to say bye. Bye. Okay, well, we said bye. Oh, okay. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Next week on Thinking Girl, the podcast. Author and criminal reporter Genevieve Gannon talks about hunting for husbands. It's, it sort of starts off um, pretty innocently. They sort of think, you know, what are the types of men that we want to meet? Where would we go where should we go to meet that type of man? I think um, it's just about applying the type of principles that you would apply to, say, trying to get the great job that you want to trying to get that great man that you want. Um, and they, yeah, they, they sort of just try and think about things a little bit strategically. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or thinkergirltv on Twitter. Hey, you, you're looking for some more? Well, clearly, they're sticking around for something. <laughs> well, we've got, what have we got, Christy? What have we got to give them? Go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash The Thinker Girls. There's heaps of cool videos up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some live shows of this podcast we've got. <laughs> what else have we got? Cool we've girl got... stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just head there, youtube.com forward slash the thinker girls. Can we stop whispering now? Okay. That sounded really creepy. <laughs> <laughs>
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 